This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to WTS Waikato, sharing the hyperlocal, controversial and quirky stories of the Waikato region. I'm your host, Gary Farrow. In this episode, I'm visiting the Cambridge Badminton Stadium. First off, Graham, would you like to introduce yourself and your involvement with the club? Okay, yeah, I'm Graham Shaw. I'm the president of the Cambridge Badminton Club. Have been for about six years now. Um, I started playing badminton about eight years ago when I semi-retired, and I was looking for something to keep me a bit fit and healthy. So um, it's been good. Been uh, take up a new sport at that age wasn't easy. I played tennis as a youngster, but had a sort of a 50-year gap between playing sports. So. Uh, it was a bit, of a, a bit of a challenge, but I've, yeah, it's, I've come right, mm. so uh, it's, it's been good. And, Keeps uh, the gears turning, eh? It does, yeah, mm. yeah. and it's, um, it's been good, and, and just the involvement with a different group of people to what I've normally associated with, being a farmer, uh, gets me off the farm and out to meet different people, and they're all from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. So is your farm just out near Cambridge uh, here? Te Aumutu. Te Aumutu, right, yeah. So um, obviously making that trip out here. Yeah, um, we, we've shifted now, we live at a house, so we're sort of halfway. Right. It's about 20 minutes driving. Yeah. Um, I'm in here probably five or six times a week. Mm. Um, doing various things, I only play twice a week or three times sometimes. Mm, that's um, nice. Yeah, so no, certainly, um, certainly been good and, and certainly great exercise. And uh, it's um, just sort of grown and it's the, it, presently I believe the fastest growing sport in the country. Wow. Yeah, it's, um, and, and, and most of the clubs are struggling with court space. Uh, I know Waikato is just about pre-booked uh, 24-7 now. Um, at peak times, there's just no more space. Mm. Yeah, so I've certainly grown. It looks like you're really lucky to have these premises here. This is pretty Yeah, it's fantastic. unique. It's, um, Cambridge Club owned the, the stadium. Um, it was done a lot of fundraising about 25 years ago, and the committee at the time put together the funds with, along with a, a council loan uh, to build the stadium. And um, there's very few country towns with their own stadium. Most of it's played in event centres and things like that, multi-purpose buildings, um, which is okay, but a purpose-built building is way better to play in because you have, you've only got one set of lines on the floor um, and the lighting in that is normally better in these buildings and the, the event centres tend to be a bit too light. Um, so it's, yeah, we're really lucky to have this in the full thought of the people 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's a, a non-profit organisation. It's just we're all run by volunteers, um, and we do a, quite a bit of fundraising and that to make the, the thing work. The subs we take, uh, and for the annual sub doesn't really cover all the costs, um, so we do a lot of fundraising and we get some grants. Um, 
sport like Caddo have been very good. Um, the um, Lottery Commission, they, they are quite good at, at funding. Sometimes they fund our shuttles for a year. That's quite a big cost. Um, so without that sort of help, it would be, be a major. And the, and the subs become too expensive. Um, so we try and keep the subs as well as we can, encourage people to play. And uh, yeah, it's going really well. How many members have you got at this point? Uh, it does vary. We're just starting up again at the moment. Uh, the club starts up about when school, the school term starts, um, early February. And we've got currently, yeah, it's about 160. Mm -hmm. um, 40 juniors. Um, we've capped the junior session. Um, the juniors started up two weeks ago and they were playing last night. And um, we find 40 juniors is about for four courts do two sessions. It's about as much as we can realistically handle and give the kids enough playtime. Right, in a yeah. single session. In a single yeah. session, yeah. yeah. And uh, right at the moment we've only got one coach. Um, and yeah, we could start other sessions if we could find another coach, but uh, they're, they're hard to come by. Mm, so you're on the hunt? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just um, people, it's, it's, it's to give up the time. Everybody's busy these days and uh, yeah. One guy done it for the last four or five years. He'd been very good, but he's just overcommitted now. He's coaching at so many clubs, and that he's had to give that job away. So, yeah. and he's travelling, been travelling from Hamilton, so he's been working close at home. Mm. Courts, um, so sort of 16 players at a time. We usually play doubles. Um, well, the members, uh, the juniors start at eight, so eight to 16 for juniors, and then 16 to 80 plus for the seniors. We run a session on a Thursday morning for over 50 year olds, um, and that's very, very successful. Um, a lot of people sort of semi-retired or even fully retired in their 70s and 80s that played. Most of them have played at some stage when they were younger and come back to the sport for a bit of exercise and, and that, that session goes really well. And, and because it's 50 plus, we don't have to worry about the young fellas smashing 300k an hour smashes at them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old people really enjoy it and have a morning tea and stuff and yeah, it's really successful. There's so we, yeah. a real diversity in the people who are here and the age range. The age range is huge and um, I see people in their 80s playing, it's awesome. And some of them are still quite very, very good. Mm. They get more tactical as they get older. Um, but, um, yeah, we do uh, start in the start of the week. Uh, Monday night is senior session, um, and then Tuesday morning is just um, that we called day club, which is just a mixture of ages. Anybody that doesn't have to work Tuesday mornings comes along, and then um, Thursday morning is the plus fifty plus session. Friday night is seniors again, and then Thursday night is juniors. And sometimes last year we we had an overflow of juniors on a Monday night as well. Um, so it keeps us busy. In, so you have a, a lot of events happening here, don't you? Running off the, um, the smell of an oily rag in terms of the n number of staff you have and the human resources. Yeah, um, luckily we've got a good, good team. I've got myself and uh, a secretary, treasurer, um, and then about six on the committee. Um, and then each session has what we call a club captain that runs the particular session. We've got a junior coach doing the junior ones, obviously, and then... Um, we work a board system where as people that come into the club for the session, their name goes on the board 
and then uh, the, the person in charge, the club captain, allocates which court they play on and who they play against, and sort of mix and mingle it, and uh, so that sort of keeps it keeps it happening. Um, so that all, that all works well. Um, but yeah, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a really good team of volunteers running the place, and uh, without that, it just wouldn't happen. Mm. Are you still co-managing the farm at the same time as being involved with the club? Um, I sold a farm 12 months ago, so that's freaked me up quite a bit. And I've got another farm with um, a daughter and son-in-law run for me. Um, so uh, that my input on that is minimal now. Just mainly phone calls and office work and pay the bills and yeah. Mm. Really so I've left him to it and uh, as far as the management goes. Uh, so that's freed me up nicely. Because uh, farms, you know, when you run them, they're real tight. That's why I was, I think I was 58 years old before I had a shuttlecock the first time. So, um, you know, <laughs> when you're farming, it's full on. So, you know, the chances to sneak away and play sport was just non-existent. But certainly enjoying the change now. Um, so, what else can I tell you? Well, we've done tournaments. Um, mainly the day club uh, on the Tuesday um, and we go to other clubs and play tournaments and then uh, we invite people here and um, usually well, between 40 and 60 people will turn up for a, for a day tournament and um, which is you know, they pay to enter and it, we put some raffles on and things like that and put a lunch on and they finished um, and that's quite a good fundraiser for us as well because they pay to enter the tournament um, and it gets other clubs involved and we get to see what we, we go away and see what they are up to and they come here and see what we're up to. Uh, it's really good. Um, and, oh, and another thing we've done in the last 12 months is we've went on a Wednesday night, we, we're not using the stadium ourselves, to Pickleball Club. And that's just started up and that's going really well for them. Um, so we just hired in the court space on Wednesday night. So um, how, how is pickleball different to badminton? Okay, so the net, they, lay, they lower the nets to half the height that they play badminton, so more like the height of a tennis net. Um, and they use a, a bat, a bit like a um, table tennis bat, and a bigger ball. And so it's sort of halfway between tennis and... and um, badminton. Badminton and, and, and a bit of table tennis. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very, but it's becoming, that's becoming very popular uh, worldwide. And um, it started up in New Zealand a few years ago, and it's going, going really good. Mm. And it's quite good that the, the court size and everything is the same as a badminton court, so you can utilise your, your badminton court space uh, to play two sports. Mm. Um, so that, yeah, that's going good. Yeah, that's great. You can make use of the space. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And then that, that's all about you know getting the people involved and, and just using it um, and get the community behind it. So it's, it's been good. Oh, we've yeah, helped out some of the better members um, play interclub at Waikato Badminton Association. That's all, all the interclub is held there now. Um, and that's, you know, there's things available for the, for the, for the members that want to play competitively. Um, there's lots of options like that going on. Um, they have veterans and um, teams like that that uh, some of the serious players get involved with playing the weekends. Now this is a very high standard venue, space that's here. Uh, how does that compare to the Waikato Badminton Club? Uh, this is twice the size. So we've got four courts, they've got ten. Um, yeah, very similar. There's a specific for badminton as well, nothing else gets played there. Um, they're 
yeah, we've probably done a better job of keeping up the maintenance, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty great in there. Yeah. Shall we just take a bit yeah, of a walk yeah, and yeah. have a look? Yeah. We just had the, the floors redone about every four or five years. Mm -hmm. um, we get the floor sander in and they sand the floors down and then they do two coats of polyurethane on it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite a big cost. That was 16000 uh, Yeah. That just recently. Um, we've just had the, the toilet block and the showers and that all painted over the summer. Mm -hmm. um, we did a week and be a few years ago and did up the smoker area. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that just, looked pretty good in there. Just, just tidy it all up. And mm -hmm. It's ongoing maintenance. Um, but yeah, we try and do a bit each year. And it's partly my job as the president to sort of organise that sort of thing and mm -hmm. just keep ticking along, not, not to let the maintenance fall because uh, it's hard to catch up again, you know. It's, uh, do you have to do cleaning and things like that? Because it smells really nice yeah, in here. Pretty, after each session, we've got the big um, like mops that we run over and pick up any dust and feathers and things. Mm -hmm. um, so that's done probably four or five times a week, um, just to sweep up. And, um, yeah, just try and keep the whole thing tidy. It's, uh, it's quite a, you know, it's, it's insured for quite a few dollars now, and uh, yeah, to have to replace it would be <laughs> just about not, you know, impossible, really, on today's money. Yes, there's a lot of value in this building. This is a really solid building and yeah. it looks um, either like it's been refurbished or it's relatively yeah. new, this space. This, this, this was built 20 odd years ago. Yeah. Wow, you so, wouldn't know looking at it. No. It's lovely. Um, in, the, in the club itself, I'll just go over here and have a look, but I think there's someone who's been going. Yeah, the, cl the club's been going, this is pictures of the construction back in the day. Yeah. Um, the, the building, was, the stadium itself was new build and this, this was a, a rehab that we put along the end. Mm -hmm. The toilet block and the, and the kitchen and things. Um, I just wish I could remember. I know. Oh look, check out the trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Jubilee. Mm -hmm. Babington Club's been around 50 years in, in 2017. Right, so since 77. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that's, um, so it's been in existence for quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine there are people who are still members from the beginning as there well. Is quite a few members that are um, they're in their 80s now that were involved with the, the start of the club. So it's uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And, uh, it must feel great getting to hand the sport on to the juniors as well, because that's a really decent portion of juniors that you've got playing here. Yeah, um, I've been pushing for the junior club to grow, and if we could get more coaches, we could grow it even better. The kids love it. Mm. And, um, and yeah, without the kids, there's no future really. So yeah. And then a lot of the ones that are involved with the club now, their children played as juniors, or they played as juniors, you know, so, and then they come back and play life and restart again. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things, and you, you know, you're out of the wind, you're out of the sun. Um, 
and you can come and it doesn't matter what the weather's doing, we playing that storm the other day. Um, yeah. It just doesn't matter, you know, it's, uh, which is good. Yeah. Now on the subject of the storm, I saw as I was coming in that a fair bit of damage happened um, uh, to the trees out there at the entrance to, um, to the grounds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would have been a lot to deal with. Yeah, um, sadly Cambridge got battered around pretty badly in that storm and um, the tr trees have, been, have come across the drive, uh, exit, cut access off to the club so we've just had to clean that up in the last few days. Um, a couple of team of, again, team of volunteers turned up with chainsaws and we, we attacked it. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, it's, um, and luckily there was no damage to the stadium. There are buildings around that have lost roofs and iron and things off the side, so we were lucky that there was no, no, no damage to the stadium itself. Um, but yes, uh, sadly for the whole town, that storm's going to take years to, to clean up. The town of trees, but now a lot of them are on the ground. So, exactly. Yeah. I saw yeah. how much damage had happened in Leamington, particularly, yeah. and also out at Ohopo as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's come through in, in, in different areas worse than others, and, and certainly Leamington has really got dealt to. Mm. And uh, I'm over at Halpo, I live at Halpo now, and um, parts of Halpo where we live unscathed, and they're just a few hundred metres away. There's trees down everywhere, so it's luck of the draw. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, at least Cambridge wasn't flooded and we haven't had that devastation on top of the wind. So mm. We've been very lucky really compared to some parts of the country at the moment. Yeah. It's satisfying that a 20-year-old building was able to withstand what was happening, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think, yeah, but a full thought the guys that designed it and built, had involved with the process 25 years ago, um, that it was built very solid and uh, the construction is really good. I can see a picture up on the wall there, up on the notice board of them constructing it, and the interior looks pretty much identical to yeah. how it is now. Yes, yeah, <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of changes. Um, it's, yeah, it, it is, it's pretty much been built and, and, and it's stayed the same ever since. Mm. It's, um, the only issue we have is uh, typical Waikato, some mornings we get the condensation after a heavy frost or something like that. Yeah. It only really affects the daytime sessions. At night it's always fine. And it can, the floors can get a little bit slippery in, in, in the winter after a heavy frost. But since, once the sun comes up, it dries up really quick. But um, that's the only issue. But it can be fixed with, uh, like the supermarkets do, with big heat pumps and things. But the cost of running it would just prohibit it. Yeah, absolutely. It. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have to do extra cleaning of the floors then? When yeah, been... sometimes if they're really damp, we'll get some towels and, and put them on the mops and, and just sort of give it a mop up. But it's, um, it's, it's a white-cutter problem. I, I, I play a bit in uh, Bay of Plenty um, when I'm in that, in that part of the country and, and they're in a way drier climate. So it's... Um, it doesn't affect their floors, anything like that. It's just a and the Waikato Stadium in Hamilton has the same problem. Uh, it's a sort of a damp Waikato problem. <laughs> yeah, built on a swamp. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, the is very good. It sounds like it is a sport that's really on the uptick. Mm. That um, has really increased in popularity in recent years. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely, it's definitely. Um, on, on the increase, and, and uh, it's some of the cities now. It's um, they play at night. The, the, the workers that work in the day play at night, and the, the night workers play during the day, and, and, and shift workers and things like that. So the, the buildings are really getting utilised well. Mm. And uh, it's um, I think the fact that it's um, just so such good for fitness uh, and fun at the same time. Um, 
you know, I'd far prefer to come and play badminton than go to the gym. Um, so it's just my choice, but a lot of people are the same. So, yeah. Just a, a, a thing for Cambridge. It, 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 it was voted um, the Babington Club of the Year in 2017. Um, so each of uh, the clubs that, uh, in the Waikato um, go to the uh, AGM, the Waikato AGM, and, and, and the, the Club of the Year is picked each year. So that was the inaugural one in 2017, and we won that. So that was, yeah, I was quite pleased about that. Mm. Um, that is excellent, and in time for the 50th anniversary. Yeah, well. it was a, it was a good, we had a good year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've had uh, a lot of members uh, receive service awards and, and members and things over the years. Um, for long service awards, especially for uh, long service to the club and, and uh, helping with participation. And you've had a good few championships over the, over yeah, the years. Yeah, yeah. We've got the headboards up here. Yeah. Mr. COVID won in 2021, but uh, yeah. <laughs> since then, other than that, yeah, we run the club champs every year um, around October, November. Um, it's always yeah, very competitive and, and uh, people just love to get involved. Now, how can people look at getting involved um, with the club? Are, are you after more membership um, despite um, needing more coaches as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, probably got enough juniors right for the minute for this term, but um, we, we just, anybody that wants to play uh, is welcome to come along in, in any of the sessions. It's um, on Facebook, um, it's a good place to look and it tells you the session times and, and what's happening, what's on, and if there's any cancellations or anything. Sometimes we don't play on public holidays and things like that, but uh, it's all, all available on Facebook. But, uh, can people who are complete beginners come here and ha have sessions to to get into it and to find out whether they like the sport? Yeah, um, first session is always free, so a lot of people come along and just try it, and then they, if they if they're happy, they pay us up, um, or you can pay a casual fee. The over fifties um, on Thursday is just five dollars a session, um, so you can either pay a sub or or or, or just play five dollars a session, which is probably uh, it's very cheap entertainment compared to some of the other clubs change, charge. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, and, and, and complete beginners, most people start complete beginners. Um, and, and there's certainly, you know, plenty of people that give help, help and advice and start them off. And, you know, it's, um, and, and surprisingly how, how quick people pick it up um, and, and become quite proficient at it very quickly. Thank you for listening to this episode of WTS Waikato. If you liked what you heard, you can follow the show on Facebook or find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Free FM, the Community Access Media Alliance and New Zealand On Air for making this show happen. WTS Waikato aims to share the hyperlocal, controversial and quirky stories of the Waikato region. I'm your host, Gary Farrow. If you have any stories you think are worth sharing, email me, technician at freefm.org.nz and we can try plan something out. You can also get in touch with me via the WTS Waikato Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. Mā te wā.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.